Welcome back to the program. If you want to reach out to Kelly and Company, easy, easy way to do it. 1-866-509-4545. That's the number to call. You can leave a message saying, hey, guys, it's for Kelly and Company. Give us permission to use your message. If we can, we shall on air. 1-866-509-4545. If you want to ask a question about AMI-TV, AMI-Tele, or AMI-Audio, feedback at AMI.ca. Send a, an email over there. The gang at Marketing and Communications will help you out. Feedback at AMI.ca. You can follow along with the program on Twitter. Or just interact with AMI-Audio. Handle there, at AMI-Audio. That's the way to do it. That's at AMI-Audio on Twitter. Kelly McDonald here. Rend Ramya Muthan. Let's get into our tech talk as we do every Monday with Michael Babcock. It's time for Talking Tech with Michael, bringing you a shot of technology news to get your week going with sprinkles of assistive technology. Here we are, Michael, on a Monday. Lots to get to. Let's start with Microsoft Word because you can use it online to transcribe audio. Now, this sounds like it's a beneficial feature. Can you tell us why someone may want to do this? Yeah, so if you pay for transcription, either someone to go in and transcribe the audio for you, or if you use, well, let me take a step back. If you pay for that, then you're going to be paying a lot of money. Uh, that transcription, especially for reliable transcription, is not the cheapest service because you've got to pay someone to sit there and listen to the audio. And when you're paying someone to sit there and listen to the audio, uh, an hour of audio might take them 90 minutes or two hours to be able to get done so they can go back and make sure that everything is uh, is accurate. And then the, the automated transcription tools, for the most part, that have been available have not been the most reliable or accurate. So mm-hmm. Kelly Ford posted an article that really intrigued me, and I'm excited to play with it. Okay. So what is the process that someone would take if they were wanting to transcribe some audio from uh, Microsoft Word? So caveat, uh, first of all, these directions are coming from Kelly Ford's blog. So so what I share with you, they are written and they're available in the Top Tech Tidbits um, publication for the most recent Thursday episode. This will only work if you're using Microsoft Office Online. So the way that Kelly explained that he did is he would go to word.office.com and create a new document. Assuming that you are already signed into your account, all you need to do is just choose the new document option. And once you've done this, it'll bring you to a blank document. And I I had never really considered using Office on the web. I use Google Docs on the web all the time, but I hadn't really played with Office on the web. So I got to play with this a bit. But if you press Control Shift F6, this will take you over to the ribbon and you can locate the dictation option and when you're navigating this use your control left and right arrow keys to get through the ribbon and then when you've gotten to dictation you want to choose the transcribe option when you press enter on this um, then a new dialogue will open and focus should go to it and something to be aware of in general with any of these web apps including office or google or slack or or other tools control f6 and f6 will get you through your screen or command f6 if on the mac so then you would tab over to the upload audio button and select that 
then you choose the audio that you want to upload, and then you'll be told that the audio is uploading and transcribing. You can then make modifications to the audio file if you would like. Uh, I'm sorry, make modifications to the transcribed text if you would like. It won't modify the audio file. And then when you're done, you can go ahead and choose the uh, Add to Document button. This will then put the transcription of the audio into your uh, document that you're working on. So again, use control F6 or control shift F6 to jump back over to the uh, document that it's transcribed. And then you can save it. It'll save in your default or your root OneDrive directory or wherever else you save it on your computer or in your OneDrive uh, uh, account. Okay. And are there any alternatives to this process, Michael? So the tool I used to use all of the time was one called Rev, R-E-V dot com. Uh, they used to be a dollar a minute of transcribed audio. So a 60-minute audio would cost me $60 U.S. They did recently, well, I guess about a year ago, increase their prices to a dollar fifty. I think it is, per minute. So it was a substantial increase. And when that happened, and that was humans going in and transcribing it for you. When that happened, I looked at otter.ai, which a lot of people may have heard of. Transcriptions are, uh, for the most part, okay, but they do, I mean, it is automated transcription. So if you've ever dictated to your phone, I think you know how that experience might go. Uh, and then the last tool that I am very comfortable with using is I use a tool called Alphonic to uh, normalize my audio and take out some of the background noises. And uh, Alphonic will let you integrate it with Amazon's um cloud services to be able to get a transcription of your audio. And that's actually not that bad. If you're curious what that looks like, you can go look at your A-Lady conversations and hear what she hears, and they use similar technology. So, so there's a lot of options available. None of them are going to be as accurate as paying a human to sit there and listen to your audio, though. Mm. You know, it's... I, I mean, again, you're hoping whenever anyone's using any of it, in most cases, especially bulk dictation that way that you've got the right environment just like you would in, in your office the most you may deal with is some music that you may run in the mm -hmm. background and when it comes to the process you just uh, <laughs> yeah, I probably can't really run that unless it's picking up the lyrics behind me so really cool we'll see how this unfolds um what about sir uh, quite a while ago i think back in the summer we talked about the voice over uh, text checker uh, a feature uh, that's on mac ios yeah back earlier in the summer i think it was can you remind yeah. us what this will allow users to do? Certainly. This is a tool that I think I might be using more because Rummy will be happy to hear this. I've been I've been committing to the Mac. Uh, me and the Mac have had commitment issues, but nice. lately I've been I've been using it just fine. Uh, so text checker will allow you to check Text Checker is supposed to allow you to check for uh, capitalization that's in the most uh, that's not in the correct places. It'll also check for misspelt words, punctuation that's out of place, and multiple characters that have been entered into a word. So if you're right there with two H's, then it would t it's supposed to tell you, you, hey, you got two H's here. You might want to clean this up a little bit. Yeah, there's so, anybody who writes enough knows that there's so many workarounds we we utilize because there wasn't something like this, so it's pretty exciting. How do you use the tool? So 
This requires Keyboard Commander to be enabled. So the first step would be going to your voiceover utility, and this is only on the Mac, so so uh, to the best of my knowledge, it's not available on the phone. So on the Mac, you'll go into your voiceover utilities. Go down to Commanders, and then choose that option in the table, and then choose the Keyboard Commander tab that's available. Check that checkbox to turn it on if it's not already on. What this does is then takes your right option key and it makes it your uh, modifier to be able to trigger actions to happen within voiceover uh, while you press that. By default, the text checker is on letter D. So you would hold right option in the letter D for Delta. This will then go through and search your document and bring your focus over to the um, functionality of it and uh, or they, they would find the words that are kind of misspelled or have extra characters or extra letters or, or punctuation. And then you can make changes to the text at that point. I have heard and I have not had the best experience with this. It is a very new feature uh, that just came out uh, two weeks ago, I think, when Ventura was released. So if you're not on macOS Ventura, this won't be available to you. Um, and hopefully Apple will make some improvements to the experience to make it more reliable because I've read some users have had problems using it as well. So if you wanted to listen to a, you know, a demo of using TextChecker, how can they do that? Yeah, so Apple Vis has a lot of great resources, and one of the podcasts was available showing you how you can use the text checker feature and some of the caveats, and uh, they go in and give you demonstrations of being able to do it. So check out the Apple Vis VIS podcast. Okay, pretty great. I mean, I think that it's pretty, uh, though it's not at the state where we're all necessarily happy with it, it's still something to make things maybe a bit easier, especially for screen reader users. Now, And mm -hmm. uh, one thing to be aware of with this is, yes, this is a new feature that says that maybe Apple is going to consider making some improvements to voiceover. Now you yep. can have eloquence on voiceover. So are we going to get Kelly over to a uh, voiceover on the Mac? Wow. Yeah. Oh, sure. Look, look, see, look. I'm just, now, just throwing this keyboard aside now. So fun to me to hear how people were loving eloquence being on voiceover now. Okay, let's talk about Slack. Now, this might be something familiar for a lot of people. Uh, it's a tool used in the workplace. Can you explain to us the layout of Slack? So Slack has a sidebar, um, and in the sidebar, you can view a list of all the channels, which are what Slack calls conversations, pretty much. So the most Slack instances come with a general and a random, and then the admins can add additional channels. Um, inside or below the channels is a list of the direct messages that you currently have with people. And if you press enter or you select one of these channels or direct messages, then it opens up a pane with all of the messages and an edit field at the bottom of that. So you can read up and down through those messages and then type responses to people using the edit field at the bottom. It's available on the web and it's also available as a downloadable application to any of your devices including mobile as well. Salesforce who owns Slack has released some information about navigating Slack with a screen reader. What are some tips that they shared? Well, one of the tips is, was kind of shared earlier, and that is when you're interacting with web-based applications, use your F6 key to be able to skip uh, through different sections of the tool. A lot of people 
naturally go to tab, but tabbing through Slack might not provide you the results you're expecting. So use your F6 key in order to be able to jump through different uh, uh, areas of the tool and then use your arrow keys to go up and down through messages. There is a, a list of keyboard shortcuts for Slack that you can get to by tapping a question mark. For example, the letter E, when you have a message highlighted that you wrote, will let you edit that message. Or tapping your right arrow key will let you uh, reply to that specific message or view threaded conversations. I'm curious about your own experience uh, using Slack, Mike. How has it been? So... It's been good. Um, I My first exposure to Slack was in 2017 when I was working for a contact center, and we use Slack to communicate internally with the team. It's a lot faster than raising your hand and waiting for someone to come over to answer your question. Uh, and at first, it wasn't the best experience. Things started to get a little better. And honestly, when I'm on the Mac, it's a very good experience. You can just use your arrow keys to navigate and the F6 key and the tab key. Um, when you're on Windows, if you're a JAWS user, I do recommend recommend getting the scripts from Doug Lee at dlee.net in order to uh, make the Slack experience more like something you would expect uh, to, to interact with. So for the most part, it's been great. And uh, I'm using it every day now again. So. Hmm. so if you were teaching anyone, you'd be explaining and coming over and just, have you got that? Um, what is sound <laughs> notification in Android, sir? Sound notifications in Android is a feature that allows you to uh, be notified of sounds that are recognized. Uh, by default, it recognizes baby crying, uh, doorbells, and sirens. So it's used for people who might be hearing impaired and they need some assistance with being able to uh, hear those sounds and get notified of them. And an upgrade to the system was recently announced. What can people um, who are deaf or hard of hearing, t how can they take advantage of it while on Android? Yeah, so one of the coolest things that is available is to now you can set up custom sounds. So if you have like a microwave beeping, you can train it to understand that sound and then you can write in the notification of what sound is being presented. Wow, that's wonderful. Okay, uh, very quickly, how would you set it up? Very quickly, you go and you find the sound notifications and settings on Android, or you go download the sound notifications app from the Google Play Store if you don't have it, and then you can go in and configure the custom sound. You play the sound, and then you write the text that you want for that notification, and it will then listen for that sound in your environment. Have you got that? Amazing, Michael. Awesome. Well, people will definitely have to re-listen to this podcast because we learned a lot today. So many demos. And I didn't even stuff. tell you about the new standing desk I got, so okay. we'll talk about that next week. <laughs> yeah, that falls under tech, 100%. Thanks, Mike. Of course. Have a great show. Thank you. Michael Babcock joining us on Mondays for our weekly Tech Talk, and we get to a little bit of everything. Speaking of weekly, on the other side of the break and coming up next, folks, Brock Richardson of the Neutral Zone, he brings us our weekly sports update right here on Kelly and Company. Oh, 